Katie, is it recording? I just started it. Okay, perfect. All right, ready? Yeah. Go. Wait, wait, let me let Finn in. Sorry. Katie. Alicia, what are we obsessed with this week? We actually have our second guest ever. What? So I am going to let our guest, Zachary Trout, Tell us the obsession for this week. Hello, y'all. My name is Zachary Trout uh, from Roanoke, Virginia. Um, I operate as an owner proprietor of a food blog on Instagram called CD's Hot Sauces. And today I'm here, I'm admitting that I'm obsessed with toiletries, essentially the overuse of toiletries. Okay, overuse of toiletries. I guess back it up. When did we decide that this was an obsession of yours? I feel like to be able to admit that is a real level of self-awareness that Alicia and I rarely have. So, yeah, I mean, I think coming into it, I, I, I do want to say something about um, OCD. And I know that, you know, potentially there are listeners of yours who struggle with this, um, you know, which can be pretty serious at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just know I'm not making light of this. But yeah, I, I think one thing, and maybe that's my question to you of what you actually consider to be an obsession um, versus like a, a strong preference or a compulsion. So Alicia, you can chime in and let me know what you think. I, when we use the term like obsession confession, I think it's more along the lines of like, I'm so obsessed with this. Like I like am momentarily really into it and it could be for a long period of time, but it's way less like a medical obsession and more like our clinical obsession and more just like, I'm really into something. Um, but if you're me, like it could borderline on addiction, um, right. you know, it, it just kind of depends. But when we started it, it was sort of like to go with this COVID theme, like you're staying at home, like what are these random little wormholes you get yourself into? Now, for myself, some of my obsessions, I'd say are also maybe controlled, controlled addictions, uh, will you? But yeah, so it's it's kind of a flexible definition for us. Yeah, certainly. And wasn't trying to put anyone on the spot. I think more to say that I don't want to kind of speak out of turn about something, particularly when it comes to cleanliness that, you know, does actually have a history of causing some people like a, <laughs> some serious sure. obsession. But yeah, why do I pick toiletries? Um, to me, I think I would deci- like, define obsession of something that I find myself kind of overindulging in to the point that it's uh, pulling hard on relationships or finances um, or just kind of, you know, my ability to cope without it. Um, And I think the purchase and overuse of toiletries very much falls into all three of those buckets. Wow. Are are you putting you and Lucy in in jeopardy by your through your toiletry purchases, Um, I would say that using an example, um, let's say we go to visit her mother. Um, I may, instead of doing something with her mother, sneak out to a CVS (laughs) in order to make some purchases that I think will ultimately accrue to her mother liking me more and that I smell better and look better, but actually detract from general time actually spent with either my wife or my mother-in-law can we get right, well, into, let's like, just hope okay. ml and lucy don't hear this zach can we get into like specifics about like what are you so you've traveled to go see your in-laws i'm assuming you packed a suitcase and like you have 
toiletries at home that you could have packed and brought with you. So like specifically, what are you feeling that you need to like go purchase at this new location? Yeah, so I think that's why um, it's almost a deepening addiction um, where, yes, I, I do have quite the, I actually have like a almost a utility man's box full of toiletries at my home. Um, but then we'll purposefully not pack or bring them anywhere so that I am then forced on a trip to go and then purchase toiletries. Okay, like specifically, we're we talking like shampoo, body wash, or are we talking like something like fun in like the travel section? Uh, there's nothing fun in the travel section. So let's start with that. <laughs> okay. Um, I would say that yeah, you definitely need the basics. Like you can't go without getting a new body wash and a new, you know, shampoo or something right. to kind of spice the trip up. Well, but then also like, am I going to bring a razor that's unused, but also sitting under my, you know, bathroom sink? No, I want to go buy a new one. Do you have particular brands that you always go to or like every time are you like, let's try something new? Uh, very specific about what I keep in my home. Um, I'm kind of fructis on the hair till I die. Uh, but um, going kind of out into the wild, um, I kind of, you know, if I can make myself way to a Whole Foods, for example, whoa, you know, some insane shampoo could totally change the weekend. What makes a shampoo insane? Is it like the smell or... Um... Definitely strong on smell. Um, any exotic ingredient I've never heard of. Love an exotic ingredient. Uh, I love a promise that like something's going to change my whole life. And I, the reason why my life is not together is because I'm not using argon oil in my hair. Like I love that promise. Yeah. Huge argon oil user. Um, so sorry if I miss this um, folks. I, there was a toddler in my home causing a ruckus but um, so are you, are toiletries for you, Zach, like travel size things that help maintain hygiene? Or are you talking about a larger encompassing, just like what we use day to day in the shower? Uh, to answer your question, definitely larger. Um, and uh -huh. I think maybe as I was saying earlier, I will go out of my way to almost not pack toiletries. So I find myself forced to buy full size toiletries like even on a day trip. Okay. Or I'll just come back with an entire, you know, thing of shampoo or, you know, body wash that I'm like, oh, I definitely need this to get through today. And then I'll of course bring it home. And that's why I have an insane stockpile in my own house. See, I can so appreciate that with a, an obsession. It's like, I need this to get through the day. I can completely relate to that. It may not be the toiletries, but frozen coffee, absolutely. Now, your numbers, guy, Zach, I know you're good with an Excel spreadsheet. Do you budget for these toiletries? How do you work this in? I think when I, so I would say I budget for things that I purchase on a regular basis, but uh, weekends are nearly a uh, kind of spree mentality where I just kind of bake it into knowing that I'm going to spend X amount of money on a weekend. And there's really no kind of cost consciousness about my approach to it at all. It's kind of the most extreme different toiletry because I think it just adds that much more to the weekend. 
I mean, I feel like it's, you know, you treat it like some people do their health routine during the week. We're really strict. We're cognizant in the weekends. Maybe we'll have three bottles of rosé and a thing of cookie dough. Who knows? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're uh, buying that tea tree body wash on the weekend. Oh, yeah. And we're certainly. buying the value size. Yeah, like two <laughs> bottles of Everyman Jack is my cookie dough. Wait, tell, tell us about Everyman Jack. Is this like a man's man brand or what is this? Uh, it's one of few. Um, it kind of depends on how you're feeling. Like if I'm going to the woods, definitely want, you know, some Everyman Jack pine tree scent. Okay. Or like Method Man surf and turf for the beach. You know, just trying to bring a little days. bit of that flavor into kind of the other parts of the weekend, which are you getting showered, you getting ready, you know. I, I want this with me all the time, essentially. Now, do you often go to the woods? Tell me about that. Uh, I mean, I'm from kind of a rural area. So, yes, like if I'm going on a, a, a trip to visit my family, um, I mean, it's really the only thing that kind of keeps me from interacting with them is I take also obsessively long showers. Yeah. Um, kind of to just soak it all in. And when you visit your family, say you live in a rural area, like are you taking like a trip? to the woods, you know, stay in a tent rather than in your family's home? Or is it just sort of like it's in a rural area, it gives you like wood vibes? Uh, so my parents were probably uh, near the first to have COVID in uh, Botetourt County, Virginia. So we did stay in a tent once, which did kind of okay. dampen my toiletry game a little bit. Okay. Um, other than that, yeah, I'd, I'd normally, yeah, it's in the woods, but then we'll also be like, hey, mom, I'm going to get beer. Do you need wine or anything? But you know where I'm spending most of my time in that toilet trail. Hitting up that CVS. Yeah, and I think even part of this is not, like, I will come unprepared with loofahs. I, I like, go and buy wow. loofahs in wow. the, because, I mean, you got to you gotta have something new. You know you're getting down to business. Oh, absolutely. So are you a snob? Oh, go ahead, Katie. Oh. I will say I don't, I wouldn't have said toiletries are an obsession of mine. Although I do like travel thing, like the travel things that you get when you go to a nice hotel with all those little travel toiletries. I have a whole bucket of those. But um, sometimes when you just go to Walmart, you just want to zone out and you just want to travel the aisles just aimlessly just to forget about life and disassociate. Toiletry aisle is an excellent place to do that. Because again, like I said, there's just so many the advertising is just all like to your best self. You're like, oh, if I just use this toothpaste, my, all my problems will be solved. Like, oh, all I needed was this specific eye cream for my left eye that I don't have. That is what I'm missing. And I just feel like there's such fun packaging. I love a toiletry aisle. I am more restrained on not picking up the toilet, like not buying them, but sometimes they make it into that Walmart or CVS part. You gotta get that fixed. Yeah. So yeah. Are you a snob? Like, do you, you know, some people like Louis Vuitton's, you know, and not just a regular tote bag. Do you prefer like a high line, you know, a high end, maybe it's from some niche boutique website, or are you just all about the CVS or within the CVS? Are there different levels? Tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, have purchased things online, but it's rare because it's such kind of like binge culture for me where I feel like I have to be, it's like I'm going to, you know, an alcohol or like a liquor store and, you know, I'm not going to order a fine wine. I'm, I'm just going to grab what I want. Like Got I am, it. like I'm truly Nick Cage and leaving Las Vegas just in, you know, CVS. 
Um, so I think snobby, I would say ish, but I think I'm more looking for variety. So if there's some kind of like local hair products, which is, I mean, this has put me in some bad situations before that I haven't <laughs> maybe heard of and the smell just, just kicks like <laughs> I have it. Uh, um. But I, I think just to quickly follow up on Katie's point, not to jump in, um, there is something about it to me that it's, that's uniquely like self revitalizing. Like, I think it's almost a Pavlovian response in the sense that I used to like just cause like personal mayhem in my life on the weekends. And then on Sundays, I would be like, God, I can't say sorry to this person. I can't, you know, really like go, you know, fix this broken door or something like I, but what I can do is purchase like some really expensive shampoo so that if like they are mad at me, like there's going to be some waft coming off me that might change them just a little bit. <laughs> so you think that it would be so impactful that it could change p- those around you, their emotions? Yeah. Well, I think it's more like just a personal kind of purifying. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it, it is truly just the way that I kind of feel purified. So Zach, let's play a game. All right. Yep. I'm going to ask you like, urine cvs shampoo and i just want you to tell me first thing that comes to your mind all right so let's go ahead let's start with that one shampoo what are you picking uh fructis body wash method man as in is that the rapper's brand I, you know I've, I've quite often thought about that the color scheme feels odd if it were um, but i'm not putting it behind them okay okay and you know would you ever do a throwback and kind of purchase a, a CK one little, little mist, or do you stay away from that? I'm unsure what CK one little mist is, but it sounds nice. <laughs> Back in the day in like middle school, Calvin Klein came in this gray little mini aerosol bottle. And it's sort of like, I don't know if it's supposed to be a perfume cologne. It's like spray deodorant, but it's supposed to be, you know, for fragrance, not just deodorant. Um, so that was just, Katie, did you ever get into that? No, and never let me buy any of that. No, let's be real. So it's just like a spray deodorant for women or for men? Well, it's not a deodorant, but it, it's like comes in the little aerosol thing. It's supposed to act like a perfume. But Do men use it? I CK1, I think it was kind of like... Like a pre-axe? Yeah. Yes. I do think that actually. And I loved me some CK1 when I was <laughs> 10 years old. Nice. Like on yourself or, you know, you're passing your you know middle school boyfriend and like damn we got that ck <laughs> you know i i don't i think both i think both nice like what's your most exotic ingredient that we picked up i mean i think i have on occasion accidentally bought what i would consider like an ethnic hair product that sure. i just really liked the smell of but didn't know that it probably wasn't for it wasn't going to work for you for blonde men's hair guys just for reference zach has often been described by his wife and i'm in agreement as uh, a bully from an 80s movie you know <laughs> so um I, just for some visual uh reference so you kind of understand where he's coming from yeah i um there, i think there's a women's shampoo it might be for men too but it's called like 
tail and mane or something. It's like for curly hair. Horses. It's for horses, but it's but it's in the like, I think it's for horse loving women. Okay. Like, okay. I think it's like the horse packaging is supposed to like appeal to that like part of you, but it's for women's hair. Okay. But it's yeah. for curly hair to maintain your curly hair. And I remember buying it being like, if I buy the curly hair product, maybe my very straight hair that cannot hold a curl will become curly. Sort of like if you build it, they will come situation. So I was like, let me just use the products for what I want. Did not work. Did not work. There used to be this um, incredible one that all of my, so my friend has three sisters and we would go vacation with them and they had sheer blonde, if you don't remember, mm. um, which was targeted. So I just felt so special <laughs> thinking, oh, I, I cannot wait to take Rachel sheer blonde. And I think, you know, it was kind of tapping into that, like walking around feeling like I'm extra blonde today, but I got in the sun so I could tap into these rays. <gasps> Oh my gosh. Well, so Zach, I'm, I'm sort of digging this obsession because, you know, whether you've tuned in or not to the podcast, just from Lucy, you probably know Katie and I, we don't really live in the the middle, you know, we're, we're on one extreme or the other. And in terms of addictions, you know, I've got to say, I feel like this is probably a least problematic addiction. And I think for those of our listeners who've just been finding a way it wanting to find a way to just kind of like let off some steam rather than you know throw a brick through a window or burn down a house like let's get into some toiletries and go wild on the cvs aisle yeah i mean it's also a gift you can give to your partner you know cleanliness yeah absolutely and i mean lucy will absolutely borrow several of the items i bring home so so does she ever complain, but then you catch her using it? Or is she just like, this is Zach and we're just going with it? Uh, I don't think she's ever complained. I think I have been made fun of for certain like habits or over purchases. Um, but yeah, I think it all kind of trickles down to her in the end, which is that I'll have some leftover, you know, Moroccan oil that, you know, and she ran out of, you know, Pert Plus and whatever. So, <laughs> no, no Pert Plus two and one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And kind of to your point, like that CK, it'll just blow all over the house. Yeah. Well, Zach, I mean, we really appreciate you, you know, being vulnerable, sharing about your obsession. And I think that you probably have really enlightened and, and helped some people who are just kind of struggling. One thing to say, though, like to me, it's not a struggle. Um, but I think it, you know, it could put some pressure financially on a relationship if it just gets too out of control. So, so just, just try and rein it in folks. Don't be like Katie or Alicia and just live in that uh-huh. extreme. Yeah. And I think luckily mine's almost, yeah, because it is so binge focused, like I'm not going online because I, I'm pretty sure there's probably some stuff out there that I don't even need to see um, given. Well, another question, Zach, do you, now I know you said you didn't really like budget for, but will you like be like, you know what? I'm not going to order pizza tonight. Cause I know I'm going to go ham and CVS this weekend. Oh, uh, see, cause I think back to what I was saying earlier, I think I'd probably go ham and CVS because I ate pizza. Like I feel dirty and gross that I feel like I have to go cleanse myself with something expensive so i think really the 
counter to all this would be just me living a healthy lifestyle. So I'm not then having to overcompensate and overpurchase on toiletry items. Like I could be comfortable enough in myself that I don't need to then go out and purchase something expensive to make me feel comfortable by myself. Wow. That, that is some real truth and self-awareness, but you know what, with the last year that we've had COVID politics, I mean, I say, if this is what you got to do to cope, you know what, you're doing okay. At least you're aware. Yeah. Of all the shame addictions, like shame eating or like shame drinking or, you know, all, you know, shame tendering. Let me tell you what shame toiletry purchasing sounds like the most healthy of all of those options. And I do think that it, you could find some really fun things. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of COVID, I actually saw a woman who I think it was on next door in our neighborhood was confused and thought that every time you went out in order to get rid of COVID, you had to take a shower. And I was like hoping it was true because I was going to be so pumped about like showering three times a day and just, I don't know, just feeling great. You were just ready for that PSA. Oh yeah. I mean, I had so much supplies, like no one had toilet paper, but I had, had like 18 packages of razors and like 30 <laughs> like body wash sets. So it was, it was good. So we know whose house to go to when the zombie apocalypse happens. We're hitting up Zach. Well, I don't know if you could, I don't know if you're going to share, but I think I would. I think you, I would. you think you would. Okay, good. I like it. A guy that's generous with his obsession. Um, uh, who's playing tonight? Uh, so several uh, teams because it's opening oh. day. Um, I'm a White Sox fan, so we're playing the Angels. So I had to look up when you said opening day. I didn't want to be stupid and say I don't know what opening day is. But so I, I just was. There's actually a new CVS on my blocks opening today. That's what I meant. (laughs) But like that would have made sense to me. So I had to Google what opening day was. And then I was like, the only teams I know, I, I, y'all, y'all are on the East coast. So I was like, oh, I'll say Sox thinking Red Sox, not White Sox. And then I was like, or Cubs. Cause that's the only other team I know. Didn't even think about the Yankees. And then when you said I'm a fan of the Sox, I was like, okay, great. He means Red Sox. I'm looking at your hat, which is obviously for the White Sox. And I was like, Katie, let's just, we need to stop pretending we know anything about baseball. Yeah, you could get a sports obsession for, I don't know, two days and probably figure out most of them. Wait, are both the Sox from Boston or just one of them? Just Just one one of them, yeah. Who's from Boston? The Red Sox. Where are the White Sox from? Chicago. See, I I wouldn't even know where to begin. Also, Lucy's a big Red Sox fan. That's what I said. That's what I was thinking. Maybe she makes me watch uh, Fever Pitch every year. <laughs> Wait, is that with like Jessica Biel or who's in that? <laughs> it's uh, Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore and uh, that's what it is. What's his face? He's just the TV Adam show. Sandler. No, no, it's Jimmy Fallon. Oh, that's right. That's right. Also, I'm digging the elephant. I, Lucy texted me when you, when you guys hung that. It looks good. It's an American bison, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like you look like you're. Oh, okay. You're blocking the head. Yeah. You Wait, look you like look, you're in like a rich library. Yeah, yeah, like you're like living in a like a rich person library or something. Nice. Is this your office? No, it's just our living room. Um, 
but yeah, like to what we were talking about earlier, I'm, you know, have to be on calls all the time for work. So I feel like it truly intimidates people. Like I'm really pumped about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I just think I'm like a big game hunter or something like that. Have yeah. just, I mean, not the actual animal, but huge pictures of it. Like why yeah. else would you put that there? I guess. But, or like you're a collector of like Western art. Like, like this, is oh, like yeah. not, this isn't like, pretending that you're an, you know, we have a Degas knockoff or some like weird impressionist. This means that you have like a real taste in art to have this kind of art in the background. Yeah, but then I'm sure they can Google like American bison print and like find that it's like 1995 <laughs> online via like juniperprintshop.com. That's a shout out. Um, yeah, it's, it's cheap, so. Well, it looks amazing. Well, when we're spending all of our money on the fruity aisle, you know, Absolutely. I mean, up. that's that's why we can't have nice stuff, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Got skimp on the art. Well, Zach, I think, thank you. We appreciate yeah. you being our guest. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Until next time, we're Obsession, Obsession Confessions. Confessions. Katie? Hello? Alicia, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so go ahead and start. Katie. Alicia, what are we obsessed with this week? Shopping with headphones. And Katie, this is really your obsession. So why don't you go ahead and fill in our listeners on a little bit about shopping with headphones and what that looks like. So, yeah, I I guess during the pandemic, sometimes you just had to get out of your house and you had to do something. So sometimes I, I, I grocery shopping, like I would go to the Trader Joe's and that would take, there was a line for Trader Joe's because they only let so many people in. So sometimes it would take like, 20 minutes before you even got in the line. So I wear my headphones, listen to an audiobook, and then I just go in and I just get my own little world. And after I got used to just shopping, like grocery shopping or like TJ Maxx shopping with headphones, now I feel like I can't even go into those places without headphones. Like it's just the way to go. You're just kind of in your own little world. You can you can just spend all kinds of time. You don't have to worry about the crazy people next to you or the jostling of the of the crazy Trader Joe's. You're just you're listening to um, an Israeli spy book, and you're you know you're bopping around the the Cote d'Azur. It's the way to go. I don't know. I don't now. I don't see how people don't shop with headphones. Well, so I was going to ask you because I thought this was something that had developed pre-pandemic. So did it develop during the pandemic, or is it more like it's reaching its peak during the pandemic? I'm going to be honest, time is a flat circle now, and I don't really know when, when it started, but it definitely reached its peak. Having wireless headphones like AirPods is what made this possible. So, Katie, I, I'm going to tell you, I thought, you know, AirPods were just for 
were they for Gen Zers or millennials? I mean, I know we're technically millennials, but either way, I thought it was just for a younger generation. And then you were obsessed with them and kept talking about them. And Robbie actually got me some for Christmas. And unlike the Apple Watch, I did not ask him to return it so I could get jewelry. I kept these. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, they are a game changer. It's great while, especially working from home um, or in the office, but at home, being able to listen to podcasts, uh, you know, if you're cleaning. For me, I would say like going grocery shopping with headphones, my equivalent would be like cleaning. You know, no longer do I have to. Yeah grab my phone and make sure it's in the same room with me or turn the volume up because of the dishwasher on. I mean, this is truly revolutionary, I would say. So it, it's made cleaning possible for me <laughs> because <laughs> I hate cleaning and I can only do it if I'm distracted, if my brain is distracted by something that is more interesting than cleaning. So mm-hmm. like an audiobook or a podcast or just like music. Um, and headphones just mean like, it just makes it like your ears are, I just feel like, when you have headphones, you're really in the music or in the um, book, if that makes sense. Versus like, if it's, no, if it's in the same sh- room with you, there's still other noise that I get distracted by. That's a good point. And I never considered that. And it's like, we don't want to hear our inner dialogue or our innermost thoughts because we know we're going to be terrified. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. you're, you're already scared of some anonymous person somehow finding a diary that you don't keep. And, you know, <laughs> unveiling all your secrets. You don't need to hear your own inner dialogue. That's no, I don't. I'm going to, okay, actually, a real throwback. I, so in case I haven't addressed this on this podcast, I have ADHD, obviously. And things that are not interesting to me, I just, it's not that, like, I can't sit still or read a book. I can do that when it's something that's interesting to me. But, like, cleaning, like, that, uh, that's so boring to me. And it just makes me want to pull my... Um, eyeballs out of my head and so it's something that interesting to me it's I get distracted very easily and I remember when this is going to be a real throwback for the the gen our, our gen z population but um when I used to be able to have to write a term paper in high school we went to oh, I went wow. to the local like college library because the internet you had to like go to the library you couldn't just like wikipedia it um, no, we had to use encyclopedias. Remember those? Yeah, right. And Encyclopedia Britannica. So I remember going to the Tulane Library and sitting with my Walkman with um, those, like, you know, wiry headphones, listening to the uh, Tarzan soundtrack. And I sat there for probably 12 hours, just like, I don't forget what my term paper was on, but just like taking, because you, you couldn't take the books out because we weren't technically students. So you had to like write down all of your facts on note cards on note cards (laughs) right build the term paper and so I just realized like wait normally I could never have done this for this long but like music really makes it possible for me to just really focus in on something because I feel like the part of my brain that wants to get distracted is then like entertained by the, the music at least that's how I think about it in my head and so fast forward you know 20 years now um like when I want to, yeah, do the dishes or clean or uh, grocery shop, things like that. Having headphones makes it so that I can just like, I'm in a different world and that whatever I'm physically doing, I don't have to worry about that. I'm instead thinking about some sort of, you know, her Royal Spinest mystery novel, something like that. 
Um, and I basically headphones make headphones make my life possible. Wireless headphones headphones make daily living for Katie possible. It really does. Yeah, like doctors should prescribe them. Like it really does make it possible. I should be able to like bill my insurance for my AirPods because it makes my life possible more than Adderall. Um, and I've been on the wireless headphone kick for a while because I like I had those big over ear Bose headphones for a while. Um, but now with AirPods, like you can just I feel like it's more accepted. You're not like looking like you're I don't know some sort of record producer wearing those huge headphones <laughs> or, the or the bluetooth like headset yeah so terrible like you sell beepers or something right like I don't if I'm wearing them in the office because I'm like knocking out an excel spreadsheet it's just easier um you don't look like an insane person when you have wireless the wireless headphones in also you don't get tangled and like strangle yourself with the cords um and you know you, your phone doesn't have to be literally attached to you your phone could be like next to you I was going to so, say, I think for me, a big um, game changer with the wireless headphones was there's this machine at the gym and you like climb, you know, your hands and feet are moving. Like you have to grip them. And I used to have to put my phone in my sports bra. And let me tell you what, then the ears would, the headphones would yank out, the wire would fall. It was a disaster. It was <laughs> a disaster. Okay. So it has really been a game changer for me there. The the Trader Joe's thing, you know, I, I went once before the pandemic. And while they do have, you know, a myriad of, of fun foods and snacks that are really easy, I it, it gives me anxiety. It was so crowded. There were so many hipsters. I felt like everyone was judging me. And I just haven't been back since. But hearing how you, you know, cope with listening to the audiobook or reading, we'll get into that discussion later. It makes me think, you know what, maybe I'll think about going. I love Trader Joe's. I think their produce is great. I think their price point is great. And I really like Trader Joe's. And the other thing is Trader Joe's is a small grocery store versus like, don't, I don't know, the other like big mega grocery stores are, they're like kind of overwhelming. But I will say I'm now in Texas and literally everything is bigger in Texas. The grocery store here is humongous. <laughs> is absolutely humongous is that a heap like, or how do you say it? h-e-b or g-b h-e-b is that what people call then, it yeah that's what it is called okay. <laughs> um it's h-e-b so h-e-b is like humongous i mean just literally the like meat section i'm like you could get like any any kind of meat possible <laughs> um here and then they were really nice like their upgraded version of h-e-b called central market which Oh. Uh, mozzing. If you're in Texas, I don't think they're in Texas. They might be somewhere else. But if you see a central market, highly recommend. It's like going to a restaurant. <laughs> There's so wow. many nice things there. Yeah, it's great. But again, headphones is for me is the way to go. Now I don't wear headphones when I'm checking out. If I'm like talking, I'm not using self checkout. If I'm talking to a person, because I feel like that is rude. You don't want to be rude. Yeah. <laughs> How do they know if you're even listening to something? Well, because I'm trying to, like, listen. It's not even if they think I'm listening. Like, if they're talking to me, I need to, like, be able to respond. Right? That's thoughtful of you. That's thoughtful. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how I would handle that. I think I'd just pretend like I was listening and nod graciously. <laughs> um, and then I'd wind up buying a $30 bag of cherries because they happen to be $10 a pound or something. <laughs> That's what would happen to me. Got it. I feel like that was a very specific example. Was that coming from, like, a... Well, because that did actually happen. 
Not with, right, not okay. with the AirPods, but I was checking out the grocery store and the woman's like, you know, this bag of cherries is $30. And I was like, nope, I did not know that. They will be going up. Yeah. But luckily, cherries are now more affordable, and I've been on a cherry kick. Oh, a cherry kick. Oh, um, my God. The, the only thing that could make them better would be if they were seedless. Um, I don't know right. how we would make them seedless and then without, like, processing them. Because they're divine. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say this here. You're hearing it on Obsession Confessions first, folks. Cherries are the new nature's candy. <laughs> they've outdone... Um, they've outdone pineapple. pineapple? Wow. Yeah, I... Th- well, I do love pineapple, and there's just no flavor like it. But with the cherries, there's something satiating about, like, the chewiness of them. And um, they're very <laughs> satisfying. It's really, I'm I think, so a sad. cathartic experiment. Experience, so I mean. Okay, so when you are listening for, like, let's say, for me, grocery shopping, but for you, cleaning, you are a music gal, yes? Not an audiobook person? So I'll, I'll tell you what, Katie. Lately... Um, I was a music gal, and now it's really been podcasts, specifically Habit yeah, Confidential <laughs> about Murder, <laughs> She Wrote. But um, our, competi- you know, our competing podcast. <laughs> yeah, our competing podcast, but not really. They're much more official um, and streamlined than us, but that's okay. We have our strengths. And, you know, Kitty, I, and this is something, you know, it, it's got to come up. You, you always tell me that you're reading and you're listening to an audiobook, And I felt like that was not reading. That is ear listening or ear reading. And then we both did some research. I think you did mainly and discovered that after fifth grade, it has the same effect, whether you're actually reading or listening to the book, so long as you're paying attention. So I still don't really think it's reading, but I know in terms of your brain's sake, it is. So I'll let you have that. Thank you. Well, here's the thing. Like, I wouldn't, if it's an incredibly complicated book, like, I obviously listening on the audio, like, listening to it as an audio book while doing the dishes is, I would have to listen to it a few times. But for me, I'm like, if I want to say I've listened, I've read a book, like, I've read the book, if I've listened to the book. And there's, I, I feel like you're no longer trying to get those little links saying that you read so many chapter books. You know, the point of reading a book is to be entertained, and however you can get that entertainment or knowledge, go for it. Um, I per- I really like reading. I like I grew up. I really I used to read all the time, but now I just feel like I don't have the time. I'm too exhausted every night to like spend an hour reading a book because I also need to be doing the dishes and doing the laundry. So if I can combine those two things, beep boop bop, amazing. So no, I, I, I agree with the you. Audiobook, you've read the book. It's a means to an end. I just don't like the term reading for it. I, I think we need to say <laughs> ear reading. And actually, can we call Webster's and ask them to come up with a new word for it? Yes, we'll submit this to Webster's. I mean, I guess, you know what, maybe it would make me pay attention more because this is coming from the girl who, when I read A Handmaid's Tale in seventh grade, I was under the impression it was taking place during medieval times because that was the only way I could comprehend that happening. But somehow I missed the fact that it was actually, you know, a current or futuristic book. So maybe I shouldn't be knocking it. I just don't like the term read to go to listening with an audiobook. That's all, Katie. It's just the terminology. Not saying that the benefits aren't the same or that it's a means to an end, but it's just that terminology. You know how I am. I'm a literal person, Katie. Maybe that's what it is. I'm so literal. Yeah, I, I think that's it. what it is. That all is right, what it okay. is. Well, now we know okay. what my problem is. 
whether you read or you ear read, I mean, more books, the better. So, uh, and if you, if you don't have time to physically sit down with the book, then listening works for me. Also pro tip. Now we're on this. Cause I've said this to many, many people. So I was a big audible audible is like an audiobook thing and you can subscribe and you get a, a book every, you pay like, I think $15 and you it's get it through Amazon, right? Yeah, and you get a book every month, or you can buy a book every month, or use those credits and buy three books in one month. You get essentially a credit every month for your fifteen dollars, and you can buy all kinds okay. of books. Um, and I've had that for ten years, ten, twelve years, and I just recently canceled my subscription because now the public library has most of their books in audiobook form on the library, and you can check out and download them to your them to your phone. So there's two apps. One is called Libby and one is called Hoopla. Um, You can get them in the app store and you just, you sign up with your public library card. And if you don't have a public library card, just Google. Katie can sign up for you. Didn't you do that for me? I did, but Google your city and library and you can sign up online. So you don't even have to go to the library and you just put in your library card number, which they'll give you. And then you can download um, any kinds of audiobooks or regular books. Like if you want to use an e-reader like a Kindle. And they also have videos and movies and TV shows on there as well. But I, I feel like if you're, you know, that, 10 years ago, there weren't that many audiobooks available online through the library. But now almost all of their audiobooks are available online. So especially pro tip, people. Yeah, pro tip. If you don't need, like, the latest release of a book, but you're looking to... Like I'm reading, ear reading, sorry, I'm ear reading the book Dune, which is um, because they're releasing a new movie for it in October. And instead of me, I'm never going to, I don't think I'm going to read it again. So I'm listening to it and then um, it'll expire. And I think I can, I've checked it out for three weeks and then it'll expire and it'll go back and I'll have ear read it, but I don't have to use a credit to buy it because I don't really, I didn't really need to buy the book. Can you clarify for me though, because- I don't really understand because I tried to check out in the library and it's been a while. I probably need to redownload the app, get you to help me log in. But I don't understand, like, it might say this audiobook isn't available for however long. It's not a physical thing. Like, why can't I just get the audiobook whenever I want? Because they only have so many copies of it. So, Hoopla. Um, oh. has so, it's like, not just like one big giant just because it's in audio form does it's still like there are physical copies am I understanding that right or like they like licensed it so they only have like so many licenses for that book okay it's not like because it's you know the the publisher still needs to get paid so the library will have gotten so many quote-unquote copies of that book it's not like oh you just have one link and now you can have unlimited listens on that link okay thank you for clarifying because that was really perplexing me I was I was confused I'm so glad I could clarify. Yeah, so yeah. Libby used, like, the books um, that aren't always available. So sometimes it'll be like, oh, this will be available in two weeks or three weeks, depending on if there's a lot of people who have checked out that book. But I think Hoopla, they're almost always available. And you can check them out, and I think it's for three weeks. So highly recommend that if you're looking to get into the audiobook ear-reading game. You you heard it first here, folks, from Katie. Maybe not first, but you heard it here from Katie. And basically the point is, if you don't have some AirPods, whether they're actual AirPods or a knockoff, you need to get some. And if things are a little tight, reach out to Katie and you guys can figure out how to get your insurance to pay for it. <laughs> exactly. 
And wait, can I also say, because I, I'm now, I live in Texas now, but even when I went back to New Orleans, things are quote unquote opening up. And I, when I went and visited you, we could shop without masks on and it felt insane. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> like it right. It felt great. Oh. But I was like, what? Like it just, for a second, it felt like I was doing something like naughty. Yeah, it was liberating. I think for me, it was like at work when they said, if you've been vaccinated, you, you don't have to wear masks. And that was the craziest part for me because I had been wearing it. And for after you wear it for eight hours, your ears are sore. So to not have to wear it really yeah. was so liberating. Um, and then for travel, you do have to wear it. But I honestly, I think that I'm not an expert, folks. Neither of us are experts. So, you know, take what we say with a grain of salt. But I do feel like it makes sense. There's going to be lots of crossover, lots more contact, people from different areas. So I think it makes sense. But I will say I, I've enjoyed the maskless world. Me too. No, I, I've also enjoyed it. I just like, since we're talking about grocery shopping, going grocery shopping the first few times on a mask was like, whoa, like it felt. It's crazy. almost like getting to, to the bar underage with your fake ID, you know? <laughs> yes, it is. You're right. It's the that same kind like, of level of exhilaration. Also, how sad yeah. is that? <laughs> That's how we uh, get our kicks these days, people. Hey, better than sugar. <laughs> better than sugar. So true. All right. Well, I feel like we've left we've left our fabulous fans with some great hot tips to get through your everyday. You know, you I read agree. It up. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you, folks, for tuning in. We're obsession confession. Obsession confession. Till next time. Bye.